Welcome to A Handful of Hope, where we bring you heart-to-heart conversations with heart-centered people. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of A Handful of Hope. I am so happy and grateful to have Elisa with us here today, who started her company in 2010 after deciding that she didn't want to spend more days peering out a window from her cubicle, wishing for days spent traveling, discovering new adventures, and using her passions to create a company that lit her up and made her money. Was it even possible? Yep, it sure was. As a social media consultant, she was designing and managing social media for small, mid-sized companies in 2010. And it was awesome. She worked remotely, chose her clients carefully, and finally felt free, but something was missing. She loved her company, but it lacked systems, and it also lacked major revenue streams. She knew she was leaving money on the table, but didn't know how to figure out how to automate her systems and how to increase the revenue without burning out or adding more hours to her workday. So after spending some time with the coach and implementing uber-powerful uber automated systems into her business, she expanded the scope of her offerings and had helped over 100 companies create insanely powerful social media strategies, and the time for, this, and the time for her to scale way up had come. And that's exactly what she did. She took her company, made it bigger, and made it way more fun. She went from managing social media for companies to teaching entrepreneurs how to work less and make way more with the exact same system she was using. Her business allows her the freedom to work from her favorite cafes, indulge in last-minute travel, and spend as much time as she wants with her loved ones. Her days of sitting in a cubicle getting my fluorescent light tan, I love that, are way over. And now she helps business owners take advantage of technology to create more time, space, and freedom in their lives. Sitting on the beach, watching payments come in on your phone with a company you love is a real thing. Elisa, welcome and thank you so much for being here. This is going to be awesome. Oh, thanks, Jesse. I'm so, excuse me, I'm so excited to be here and I love watching all the interviews that are happening and I, I always just look up to you because you, you're such a leader and you always really uh, get people together for positivity and inspiration and leadership and it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And I think you know, I think we, we spoke a little bit before this. One of the reasons why I reached out to you for the series I think will be so perfect is because I've always seen you as being someone who's been very creative and I love your social posting because it seems so creative, but so authentic. And we were talking a little bit before this about how some of your clients are really coming up with some creative ways to, you know, maybe pivot their business, but also be profitable during this time. So I'm wondering if you might just be open to sharing one or two of those real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was one I, I didn't share with you that comes to mind. Um, I have a client right now. She is a stand-up comedian, which is so fun to work with her, as you, I'm sure you can imagine. Um, and the first project we started working on was a live event at a local event space. And now, of course, we can't have these large events anymore. So after you know a few weeks of working on this and planning it and really being excited about it, we're like, uh-oh, now what do we do? So... Um, I had to brainstorm some ideas and present them to her and say, well, which one sounds the best to you? In addition to being a stand-up comic, um, she's also a fantastic writer. So what we've done together is create a six-week write- on- online writing workshop for people. Um, she also has a background in uh, mental health and um, she has a medical background. So she's going to connect the two to kind of help people during you know this really challenging time, kind of process feelings and you know, kind of work through it with a creative writing course. So she asked me, you think this is going to work? And I was like, people are home right now. They need, you know, some support. They're looking for creative things to do. Kids can participate in this. Um, and she's had quite a few people buy it so far. So that's, mm. 
so fun. And then my other uh, client that I told you about, she uh, is a goal setting coach and she just decide, designed a five week cooking class because she loves to cook and she's very uh, knowledgeable in the health and wellness space. And so she created this really amazing cooking class uh, and a lot of people have bought it so far. So I think as long as you really sit and think about what you're passionate about, maybe you were a computer programmer or a CPA or an attorney, but you love these other things, you know, and right now, if you're not working, can't go to work, you can still work online and still make revenue with something that you're really excited about. So I think what some people may have considered before and just never pursued now, it's almost like you have to try, you know, because you really need the resources. Um, and now there's so much time and space for this. The timing's really good. I love that because it really is a tale of turning something you're passionate about and making it profitable. And I think that sometimes people misunderstand the online space where they think they have to be online. They have to have a huge social media following. They have to already be doing it. But both of those people you just highlighted, that wasn't necessarily their main gig. It was something they just enjoyed doing and they saw, they got creative and they saw an opportunity to make an offering to people to share it and they did it. So how important do you think it is for people to be creative right now, whether they are currently a business owner, or maybe they just got let go of their job and they have some time and they're considering doing a digital program, going into some sort of entrepreneurship space. How important is being creative right now? It's top priority <laughs> right now. Um, and it, it's, it's fun too. I really feel like experience clients and you really sit down and write things that you are excited about, about them. Um, the list becomes way shorter than you thought it would be. So it becomes like more tangible. Um, instead of I want to write a book someday, your ideas for this, then it becomes, okay, so here's my chapters and then assign a chapter a week. And before you know it, you've written your book. Mm. So the is, is the top priority right now. And I think, it's, I mean, you know, I, I understand that this pandemic has a massive impact on a lot of people can also be seen as a, a gift. We have time that we didn't have before. Uh, we have some flexibility we didn't have before. Uh, I think people are just really relying on creativity and positivity right now. And I think both of those things can really to some made revenue for people that feel like they had it. Where are you seeing the most opportunities right now because we were talking before about the opportunities that are out there and I think this is such an important point to bring up there are opportunities and despite what you may hear or read about you know there's a lot of scary stuff unemployment is probably the highest it's ever been since the great depression in the 20s right but yet with that there is probably more opportunity to do something about that than ever been before because we have this because we're able to log in be connected because we've evolved into an information culture, you know, information carries a, a currency with it now. So where, where do you, where are you seeing some opportunities these last six weeks, couple months that you hadn't seen before in the digital space? Digital space. Um, I think it's all group programs right now. And I'll explain a little bit about that. So I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. Most online coaches do one-on-one -on -one programs, but they're typically the highest investment. So, um, I decided not to concentrate on that right now because I just don't feel like it's the right time. And that's fine. 
So the other option um, that most of my clients are working on right now are group programs. So you take something that you're passionate about. Uh, for me, it's technology and systems, like building websites, email marketing, all the things for digital marketing. Um, and you can record videos. So I have an eight-week course. I just recorded all the videos. And I created this um, 18 months ago, but I've gone in recently and kind of fit. Um, and sell it. People can buy it anytime, consume time. It's automated. So if you're a parent and you're home with your kids and you have a few hours during the week, you can create an automated system and have income coming throughout the week when you're at home with kids. You know, so the, the group program that I have, the automation that I have, uh, runs my business for most of the year without me to do much of anything. I run maybe Facebook ads for the year, and that takes care of the sales. Wow. So I, the lowest time investment with the highest return would be an automated group program, and it can be on anything. Like a lot of people just assume, I don't know anything valuable to teach online. It's like everybody knows something valuable to teach online. Yeah. Every um, and right now, like I said earlier, people are home and they're looking for something to do, something to learn, um, and to do it on their own time. So, you know, it's, you can't say you have to sit in class on Tuesdays from noon to one to parents that are home with small kids. <laughs> it's just not going to yeah. happen. But what you can say is here's an eight-week course. So you can log in whenever you want and email me whenever you have questions. Um, and those types of programs are really thriving right now. So people are learning and then people are creating them. So it's really filling in the gaps, I think, for a lot of people. That's really inspiring to hear because it just, it bridges the gap. And I hope everybody's listening to this, whether you're already having a business or you're thinking about having a business. If you have a phone and you have an internet connection, you have the ability to do that. The, the image that came to your mind of the, the mom or the parent that's home with their child how many people could do a, you know, a video, here's how I do distance learning, here's how I do at school learning, and put it up and, and sell it as a course, because I'm sure there's a lot of people struggling with that. Now, how many people could do a cooking thing, or a, I had been telling people a long time ago, if you're a bartender, get do a course on how to make your signature drink, and then you were just telling me beforehand that you're actually in a program where they're doing that. So the cool thing is, is that anything that, right, that you may want to know, there's probably other people that want to know it. Any single problem that you might be dealing with right now, there's probably other people that are dealing with that same problem. And if you can come up with some sort of solution and it doesn't have to be fancy, it doesn't have to be anything like that. It could be, you know, you have your cat in the background, your family there, like that kind of barriers lowered. It's just coming in and offering a solution that people need. Yeah, absolutely. And when I record videos, like you'll see right like right here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is real life. My dog's over here. He's probably hanging in a minute, and that's fine. I'm a real human being, <laughs> you know? Uh, but just kind of to go back to this cocktail class, um, anybody can do this. You have to be like a bartender, or, you know, a chef to do a cooking class. It could just be something that you like to do. And, you know, I think the biggest roadblock that people have in the beginning is they say, I don't have a following. I don't have 10,000 Instagram followers or whatever. So I tell people, well, do you have any friends? <laughs> because that's where your business is going to anyway. And then if you're having fun, other people will know. Um, and for the most, a lot of followers on Instagram, a lot of people are aware of this, are bought anyway. So 
you can't look at someone's Instagram and say, oh, they have a huge following. You don't know if they're authentic or not, and you yeah. just won't. So you just have to think, I like doing this. I'm going to try it. I'm going to package it, and I'm going to try to sell it, and we'll just see what happens. And that's kind of where really profitable online businesses are born. It just takes some money. Um, and it doesn't take the equipment either. I'm a computer. I, I record all my videos for my courses for free on my computer, and then I upload them to uh, a website that hosts online that costs me 30 bucks a month. Hmm. So for 30 bucks, I can bring in an inch amount of, of revenue. So it's definitely um, accessible to people right now. How long does it take to set all this up? So somebody who's just getting going with it, somebody who wants to do it, like, I think a lot of people get frozen and overwhelmed. They, they, in their mind, they think there's so many steps. There's, I got to do all this, I got to do all this, I got to do all this. It's going to take so much time, all these types of things. How long does it take someone, realistically, if they have this idea, they want to do a course, they, let's say they, they want to teach people, they make a great casserole, and they want to teach people how to make a great casserole, and they think that, you know, maybe I can sell it for 15 bucks or something like that. How long would it take them from the time of like, filming it to uploading it to having it be available to somebody buying it? Um, in terms of hours, okay, so let's assume that the cooking recording is an hour. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even edit my videos. I don't put a fancy thing on the front and the back. I don't do any of that. I just post them. So um, I would probably say maybe six to eight hours total. So that's just recording a video. I use a site called teachable.com. It's a great resource. I upload them there. You just the title of the course. You price it, whatever you want. And then you have a link to it. So take that link and post it to your Facebook and your Instagram and people buy it. Hmm. So yeah, I would say that setup's probably six to eight hours total. So literally by the time you wake up, when you wake up, if you were to do this, you could have a course that you could be earning income from, from something you're passionate about something you do well at, which everybody has something they do well at. Everybody has something that they can be passionate about. You can have that uploaded and potentially earning revenue from it by lunchtime. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> and then there's other things you could do because there's a whole sales part of it. So once that's done, you want to make sure that you're promoting it. So then I just write a few emails and you know, even that doesn't take half as long as it does to create the course. So it's definitely accessible. And um, most of my clients want to put their, if they are working full-time, not all of them are, but if they are, their goal is to create enough revenue online so they can quit their full-time job. And that's what happens. They end up making more money online than they ever made sitting in an office. Hmm. Um, and there's flexibility. Like for the month, you can say, you know, I want to make X amount. So maybe it's the 15th of the month or the 18th and you're kind of behind. So then just create a new course hmm. and, then, and then that money comes in. Like there's just so much flexibility to create your own income and things that you're excited about, you know, rather than sitting through meetings with people that you don't want to spend your day with sitting in your nine to five. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, I think that's so incredibly empowering because I think of, you know, people who have lost their job, lost their primary revenue stream. But I also think of what's the statistic in the U.S. It's like something like 60, 80 percent of people work at jobs they strongly dislike or hate. And you have which which will likely prevent them from doing more of the stuff that they absolutely love to do. Right. But the idea that that person has something that they love to do, a hobby, a passion, 
and that they could wake up in the morning, literally if they're watching this right now, they could wake up tomorrow morning and by the time they have lunch, they could have created a program that they could be selling literally with their phone, no editing required, prop it up, whatever it is, hit the one button, record, go onto that website, upload it, put a price tag on there, and they could be potentially earning revenue from it and then use their social media with their friends that they already have to, to promote it out there and get it out there like that. Yeah. That it's is, powerful. yeah, and that is such, it seems like the opposite of a lot of the narratives we hear that, you know, it's doom and gloom, there's no opportunity, there's, it's gonna get worse, it's gonna get bad, it's gonna get this, and to me, this seems like there's so much opportunity out there. And this isn't to discount or make small for the, the struggles people are going through. Right. But it just seems like there's so much opportunity for people to do something that they enjoy doing, take something they enjoy doing, and, and use it as a way to generate income. 100%. Yeah, I, I know so many examples of this, Jesse, over the last, I've been doing this for 10 years, where people just... They need a little bit of support to unlock that idea, you know, to really figure out what to do with the one thing that they may or may not, <clears throat> excuse me, um, have confidence in. So another example of that, um, you might know Lindsay Mickelson. She's a Santa Barbara local here. She owns a company called Mother, Son, and the Captain. Um, this is actually one of her mugs. But she sells merchandise, and she has for a long time. Um, and I worked with her for three months as a client. And one day as she was leaving our meeting, this blew my mind. You know, she's an artist. She's always been an artist. She's a creator, an artist. I said, Lindsay, I really love your website. Um, I'm really excited about it. And then she said, um, uh, oh, I made it. And I'm like, wait, you made your website? She goes, oh, yeah, I love creating websites. And I love the technology. And I love, and I'm like, oh, sit down. <laughs> so and now instead of selling, in addition to selling her merchandise, um, which sells really well, she's got a great following on Instagram and a great brand. She created a course for other entrepreneurs to run online stores and how to position their Instagram to make sure that their sales increase quickly. She sells that course for like 800 bucks. And I think she said 3K in sales from just the course, um, which is fully automated. So I think it's maybe like a 12-week course or something like that. But um, yeah, just one tiny idea. She just happened to say in passing that she made her website. So That's incredible. Group <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, as you're talking, I'm sitting here and I have all these ideas popping up where I think about all the industries that are shut down right now. Uh, you know, people who work in, who do like hair and, and, and things because I haven't got a haircut in forever like most of us haven't you know, doing an online course to teach people because I've seen people posting the, the funny at home video haircuts. What if you put a course up to teach people how to like manage your, yes. your untamed hair, how to, how to, you know, people who go and take their cars in to get them serviced. Here's a quick, easy course on how to maintain your car while you're sheltering in place to be able to keep it up to date, running fine, you know, how to detail, how to anything that you're not able to do right now, anything that you've given up that you have really enjoyed anybody who's in an industry that might be shut down, like you were serving people before and it's that notion of how can you still serve them now? And in that is where the magic is, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just taking, you know, your, your talents 
And, you know, we keep using the word pivot. I hear that a lot when talking about businesses right now, but that's, that's what it is. I mean, you have to kind of take your talents and just reposition them. Um, and I think in a lot of ways, people are going to reach a lot more people, you know, because like you said, to your point, if you are like, a, a, if you do hair and you're in a salon, you work one-on-one -on -one with people now, because you can't do that. Maybe you are doing an online course or some kind of online resource and reaching tens of thousands of people. Um, so I think in a lot of ways, it's making people uh, a little bit braver um, because, you know, what was an option before is kind of now a necessity, you know, it's like, well, mm -hmm. I gotta make money right now because I mean, there's a lot of options available for financial help right now, all the governmental programs, there's a waiting period and a lot of the websites are just like a black hole of information. There's no assistance. So I think a lot of people are just taking control right now and creating their own revenue. So what do you say to people who, because I've heard some people struggling with this, that it, they don't feel right about earning income right now. They don't feel right about making money. They don't feel right about making offers. And it's like this, this almost struggle they're going with and that if other, if other people aren't able to do it, then they shouldn't be able to profit off it either. Have you had that come up at all? And if you have, what, how are you addressing it with people? Yeah, I have heard that. Um, I think for a lot of people, you know, we talk about what is the point of your business? Why are you running a business? Why, why do you want to make money? Do you want to not make money? No, you have a family, probably maybe you have a family, you have your own expenses, you have your own bills. Um, but something also amazing happens when you are making some money, you can help other people. You know, if I wasn't making money, I wouldn't be able to go and buy a few, you know, bags of food and take them over to the food bank or, um, monetary donations like those things wouldn't be an option for me if I was deciding not to make money um, and I struggled with that because when I started my business I didn't make a lot of money and then when I started really figuring things out uh, I had some guilt around it I did I had some mm -hmm. guilt and then as I processed that um, and really surrounded myself with other people who were pretty well established in the online space and learning what they were doing with their money to help other people um, then it started to feel really good you know there's there's no shame, I think, in driving a car you like or being able to buy yourself clothes when you want to. Because I have been on the polar opposite of that mm. for a few years and I was trying to figure it out. Trying to figure out how to put food in the refrigerator. Or, you know, I had a 12-year-old car that needed maintenance that I couldn't afford. Or to take my dog to the vet was, oh, it was stressful because I wasn't making money. So um, I think when you are in a space where you're more financially comfortable, you're healthier, happier, and you can help other people. And so I think that's really the focus is if you grow your business and your revenue, you can be more creative in the ways that you're helping other people. Yeah. You know, one thing that comes to mind as you, you've been listing off these different opportunities for people, it's, it's really incredible to see that it's almost like you're seeing this the economy shift from, from materialistic material goods to emotional goods, mm -hmm. right? There's, it seems like each of these things you've highlighted, whether it's the bartender or the person doing the cooking class, or it, it's a lot of it is, is there's this shift now from, I mean, we've all probably been bombarded so much when you scroll on Facebook and we see the person in front of the nice car and, and, and <laughs> projecting that they live this amazing lifestyle to now people just really getting, I was listening to an interview with Gary Vee the other day 
And he was saying that he thinks one of the best things that's going to come out of this economy this this time is it's going to be the era of the fake entrepreneurs over. Oh, it, yeah. Right? The, the people who we all see online who copy and paste and basically are just, you know, they've, they've been able to get by on a fable and selling somebody else. Now what it's really happening is there's this opportunity for people who are, again, taking passions, passions and making them profits. But the great thing about a passion is, is it's something you've been doing for a long time. You, you can't fake it, right? You can't fake, you, you can fake teaching people in some ways information because there's so much copy and pasting. But for people coming in and looking at this and they're taking a passion and they're monetizing it, you can't fake your passion. It, it's evident. And I think that's such a beautiful thing that we're entering into this time now where people can really be rewarded both uh, financially, but also, gosh, emotionally in terms of how they serve from, from really putting their passion out there. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that completely. What is the, what do you feel is the most important lesson that your that people can take away from this time in terms of their, for their business? Um, maybe that slowing down is actually a really good thing. <laughs> mm. You know, I think we've been operating at the speed of light for so long and overstimulated with our phones and computers and messages and, you know, lunches, dinners, parties, da 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 da. Um, I think we've really been forced to slow down, which maybe for a lot of people forces them to really take inventory of their own personal health, uh, which is huge. Um, and I think, you know, it's, it's a difficult time right now for parents with small kids at home. Like I, I, I see it firsthand, my best friend's at home with her 18 month old and it's, it's challenging for sure. Um, but she's also grateful to have this time with her where she would normally be in daycare all day, five days a week. So I think it's just really forced us to slow down. Um, and in terms of business, it's really forced us to be creative and figure out the next thing. Um, and it's also forced us to try new things. And that's the hard part for people. I don't know how many people, you know, that I chat with online and say, well, I, I can't do what you do, or I can't do what this person does because I don't know how, well, guess what? We didn't know how either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I had to hire someone to help me learn how, and I don't know everything. And you never want to know everything. You never want to be the smartest person in the room, right? You always want to be around people that you're learning from. So you're never done. Um, so I think in terms of business, it's really kind of encouraged us to slow down and be creative and yeah, just figure out the next iteration of whatever it is that we're doing. And we can do anything. I mean, anybody watching this, we can do anything. So I always tell people just write down five ideas, just five, because otherwise it's overwhelming, right? You're like, oh, I have all these ideas. Okay, pick five. <laughs> mm. you know? I love that because that's so, it, it, it's applicable, whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, seasoned business owner, or you are just entering in for the first time. Start with five. Yeah. And you brought up Gary Vee, and I think it's, a lot of people kind of, if you're just discovering Gary Vee, and there's probably people watching that don't know Gary Vee, um, I love him. He's way more energetic than I am, so sometimes it's a little tiring. <laughs> But he started with a wine business. He was not an internet digital marketing guru back in the day. And if you you can see all the old videos of him on YouTube, I think he and his dad maybe had a yeah. This is dad's wine company. His dad's liquor store or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there's you know the next chapter can be whatever you want it to be. 
Yeah. And he grew that to, I, cause I was just, he said he grew that liquor store, that liquor company to like $60 million. Pretty awesome. Yeah. And now, I mean, he's, those who don't know who he is, he's, he's kind of like in the entrepreneurial space. He's probably one of the most well-known entrepreneurs has made this whole media empire, sports agency, everything like that. But yeah, what's really incredible about it is you can actually go back and chronicle his journey because he's been putting content out there for so long that it's a real testament to what you can do if you wanting to just decide on making something work and, and making something successful. We just have a minute or two left and I'm wondering, you know, I, I think I shared with you that I've been holding the intention that whoever needs to see and hear this is watching, listening right now. I want people to walk away from with an actionable with this and whether it's somebody who has an online business or who's thinking about going online, whether it's somebody who has a brick and mortar business or somebody who's thinking of engineering the digital space for the first time. What is an action that they can take or they should be taking as soon as they get done with this? Literally, like they click off of this and then they're taking that action to start putting some energy and momentum towards that which they're wanting to create. Uh, I keep coming back to the five things list. Uh, and that's something I learned from a goal setting coach. And I just, I love it. I want people to write down five ideas um, of things that they are passionate about. So, don't think too much about it. Don't think about, will it sell online? How will I record it? Da, da, da. Five things you're passionate about, and that's it. That is it. For some people, it's dog walking. For some people, it's, you know, uh, teaching people how to run, or, you know, it can be anything, anything. And maybe you want to teach people, you know, the ins and outs of travel. It doesn't mean we're traveling right now, but we will be. So it could be anything. This is awesome. Everyone, you're going to want to rewatch and take notes. You know, we could say that this is for entrepreneurs and business people only, but the reality is this is for everybody. If you have a passion, something that you enjoy doing, something as a hobby, there is someone out there of the however many billions of us who are online who can benefit from learning from you and who would likely want to pay to learn from you. So what that means is, is that there's probably never been a greater opportunity than right now to start earning some extra income or maybe make it a full-time gig to Go online and take your passion, make it profitable. You know, to give you a scope of what's possible, one of the early names in internet marketing is a guy named Frank Kern. And Frank Kern was famous for being the first person to make a million dollars online on a, in a day. The way he did this was he discovered that people were Googling a lot about how to train their dog. You can go on Google and look at these types of things. And he hired somebody to write an ebook and basically how to train your dog. And then he switched out the names with all the other breeds of dogs. So there was like 400 some breeds of dog. So it'd be how to train your Doberman, how to train your German Shepherd, how to train it. He launched that and sold a million dollars online. And one day, and he didn't even write the book or anything like that. So it just goes to show you there's the possibilities exponential out there for you to take something that you're passionate about, to make it profitable. I love that you kept coming back to this five things list. You know, so often we'll focus and obsess over the things that we can't do, all the reasons why it won't work. But if you start with those five things and just remember that literally if you woke up in the morning, you set an alarm for six hours and that if you worked at it, that between the time you woke up and the time you have lunch, you could have a, a business online that is generating you income while you're sitting there eating your peanut butter and jelly. I think that's absolutely incredible. And that's the world we live in a possibility. And so while we may not be able to ever go back to the normal that we knew, consider what new normal you want to live for yourself. You know, really, this is a wonderful opportunity to ask yourself, how do you want to spend your time and who do you want to spend it with? 
what do you want the next life? And at least this whole story is such a testament to that. In 2010, remember, that's kind of at the end of the recession we went through too. Oh, yeah. She makes a decision to walk away because she's really looking at the person in the mirror and deciding what kind of life she wants to create. And I invite you to consider that for yourself too. At least this has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for sharing your, your knowledge, your passion, your gifts with us. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you next time, everybody, on another edition of A Handful of Hope. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you're finding value in these conversations, please rate and review on Apple, Google, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite place is to listen to them.